This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Get a Casper mattress and get a great night's sleep. Try it for 100 nights risk-free. Go to casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. This is really where the press needs to focus. And I believe we need to focus. It's where I'm focusing my attention. You know, we all have our own roles to play. And um, I'm trying to focus my attention on trying to reach out with an olive branch and try to bring people that may not have listened to us before uh, to, to the table to listen so we can start having a dialogue. And maybe people that I would not have listened to before, let me listen to them and, and hear what they're saying and see where we can connect. Here's some place where we can connect. This is a recent poll. It was taken on November 9th and 10th of actual voters. So people who went out and voted. And it's taken of both Republicans and Democrats. And I should say independents. Seven in 10, 69% of voters do not believe the news media is honest or truthful. 70%. Eight in 10, 78% of voters believe the news coverage of the presidential campaign was biased, with nearly three to one believing that the media was for Clinton, 59%, Trump, 21%. Even one-third, 32% of those who said they were Clinton voters, believe the media was pro-Clinton. That's astounding. So even a third of the people who are on the bandwagon says, this isn't fair. This is, I mean, they're biased. 97% of voters said that they did not let the media bias influence their vote. 8% said they would have voted for Clinton if they believed the media was telling the truth about Donald Trump. They have no credibility. And they don't have any credibility because they've become an organ, because they have become um, completely tied in to the system. And they will excuse anything. You know, it, 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 they've, they've become everything that they accused um, Rush Limbaugh since 1990 of, that he's just a Republican mouthpiece. Well, that's what they have become. They have become a democratic mouthpiece. And you can say they've always been that way. But they've unveiled themselves. They have, there's no way to keep that quiet anymore because of the internet. You can now see and do your own research. And enough people do. But here's the problem. If the press decides to become, I'm left press, I'm right press, you saw what happened. We're not listening to the other side. We don't even know what the other side is saying. We don't watch the same things. We don't even go to the grocery store and buy the same products. I don't understand that. We're all Americans. But we don't even buy the same soap you can tell just, you know, just through the scans and the metadata 
you can tell at a grocery store just by looking at their grocery list. I can take your last four months of groceries and I can tell you pretty much who you voted for. What? So we are fundamentally different. We are no longer e pluribus unum. We are no longer a melting pot. And we have to be. But that comes from us recognizing first what we have done, recognizing what's happening in our own life and with our own party and the way we deal with people and the things that we have said. Otherwise, we just look like hypocrites pointing our fingers as we switch places because that's what we did. In 2000, selected, not elected, um, he's, a, you know, he's Darth Vader. Uh, the whole world is laughing at us because of him. Uh, we're in more danger because of him. Uh, the economy is going to collapse because of him. And then we switch places. Then we said it about their guy. And it just got worse. And they were saying the things that we said when they were saying the things that we were saying about Obama. They said the things that we said when we were saying those things as they were saying those things about Bush. That's how confusing it is. I am totally diagramming that sentence later on today. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, You know what I mean? Everyone just changes. Everybody just changes. They took the words we said. We took the words they said. It's teams, not principles. It's teams, not principles. Teams, not principles. And I do believe that we have a chance, but we have to foster this right now. And it is going to mean that right now we give President Trump an, an opportunity. I don't want him to fail. I want him to be better than Ronald Reagan. I want him to be better than Ronald Reagan. Right now, I don't know about anybody else, but I have hope. Now, they have despair, just like we had despair when their guy got in. Yeah, but our despair was legitimate. (laughs) (laughs) I think their despair is legitimate as well in many ways. Yeah, Um, you have to, you know, the problem is, and you made this point on CNN well last night, the problem is we are in an era where not only is the president too powerful and able to affect everybody's mood, which is not how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But also, we are just so obsessed as a celebrity culture that we've elevated this position to this gigantic uh, mega celebrity that we're all so obsessed with uh, that we can't handle the results when it doesn't go our way. Well, and and, and I, I think that's partially because of the power. And it's partially because, you know, because we went through this kind of in a weird way, I think, than most people did. In that, like, honestly, for me to be excited for an election outcome, that, that ended in May. Yeah, me too. So, I watched this as, you know, I, I was watching spectator. it as a spectator. And I didn't have a live or die feeling with the, the, the results of this general election. It was just interesting to watch to me. Um, and it, it put things, I think, in, in a little bit of better perspective. Yes. Because we were able to look without that emotion. And we still want the president to be successful. We still want the policies we want to succeed. But it is a, it's something that we, it shouldn't dominate our lives. And for so many people, we're seeing it completely on the left right now. It's legitimately the only thing we think about. I, I mean, I was I, I, on Instagram and there, I follow some restaurant in Los Angeles. I don't even know how I follow them on this. And they closed the restaurant because the chef said he was too, too sad to cook. <laughs> he was too sad to cook. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't. That is. Well, you know, you can't. Did he get fired, I hope? No, he, yeah, yeah, he closed the restaurant. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's crazy. The day after the election in 2012. Now, you didn't say you, you guys were here. That's but right. You guys we were, were so bad that I, I said. What you will, but I we said, were you were here, here yes. but I said, you will bum everybody out. So maybe his here. maybe his food would have been too salty because of his tears. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, that, but I understand. I understand. It shouldn't affect you that way. Correct. And I'm not saying it's never affected anyone on the right that way. It has. It, yes, it's it has. People on the left now. It did last time. Um, but it shouldn't. Right. This is a this is supposed to be a small part of your life. So let me play what Anderson Cooper blew up his whole show. I was supposed to be on for one segment. I think it was on for three segments last night. And he was like, I'm just going to blow up my whole show. I I want to talk to you. This is the last segment. Listen to this. Here in the conversation tonight with uh, with the Blazers, Glenn Beck. Um, I wanted to ask you about the fear that some people in America feel tonight and have felt that this this past week. I think back to when President Obama first got elected and, you know, many certainly in the media uh, were following that story very closely. You didn't see a lot of stories on the evening news, you know, the day after President Obama was elected about half the country who were in mourning or upset or angry or fearful, uh, which we, you know, uh, the day after this election, I turned on some television show and they were interviewing a psychiatrist about what to do about the depression and the fear that you now feel. Um, so so it, I, I preface my question with that, but what, what do you say to people tonight who, you know, for whatever reason, do fear what, what will happen next? I understand. I hear you. I understand. I have felt that way before and didn't feel like anybody was listening to us and taking us seriously. You felt that way when Obama was elected. Yeah, I don't think like, I don't think as deeply as people feel that right now, but yeah. Um, you know, we were called people that cling out in our guns, and and um, twelve, and we just we just felt like, uh oh, what what is this? Um, um, now, so I, I felt that way, and then we were called names, and then we started calling names, and then it just got bad. So I hear you, I understand you, I can relate to how you feel, and part of me feels the same way. And Anderson, I read a story about. California saying they wanted to uh, secede from the Union, California and Oregon right. going around and wanting to secede. And I remember everybody was mocking Texas when, I mean, but Texas has said that since like 1840, so <laughs> it's nothing new with Texas. But um, that's what Texas has been saying, and we were mocked for that. Here's what I would really like to, to get, the balance of power of the House and the Senate the three branches of government, executive, legislative, and Supreme Court, that's why that balance is so important. That's why people like me, the constitutionalists, have been saying, don't give the president so much power. The president should not be able to make me or you ever worried about what's going to happen in our personal life. Mm. He might be able to make us, and what is he going to do to our culture? That I understand uh, because of his bully pulpit, but he shouldn't be able to cause this much fear. The balance of power is out. And when the balance of power is right and the government is right sized, California still can be California. It can be, in my opinion, as crazy as it wants to be. And Texas, in others' opinion, can be as crazy as it wants to be. But we're still brothers in the union and we're allowed to be ourselves. Do, do you think um, 
from what you've seen so far, I mean, it, you know, uh, it, it's there's a there was a fear early on with conservatives about Donald Trump that uh, that, you know, is, uh, more practical than ideological and that, you know, he himself talked during the campaign about, you know, I can be anybody who I want to be. I, when I'm down in Palm Beach, I can be one way in, in New York City in a business meeting. I can be in a different way. I'll be a different way in the White House. And things are in negotiation. Do, does, is that a concern of you that I mean, and it's something President Obama said that he's he's more practical than he is ideological. Do you think that's that's true of him? And does that work? Well, I would. No, I would like a practical president, but I would like to be able to have his practicality based on principles uh, and not just who I'm in the room with. Um, and that, you know, that we wait to see that. Hopefully he's a very practical man. Um, you know, I think Selena Zito said it the best. This is the best explanation of what happened last Tuesday I've ever heard. And it was from Selena Zito. And she said the um, uh, the people like me took him literally, but never seriously. Hmm. But his supporters took him seriously and not literally. I don't know which way to take him, and only time will tell. When you only meant, time will tell. When you said Celine for a second, I thought you were going to quote Celine Dion, and then I thought, you know, Glenn. <laughs> no. <that's, laughs> no. How are you possibly going to bring no, Celine? Dion? My heart will go on. So <laughs> yes. anyway, um, I am not. That was uh, that was Anderson Cooper last night, and I thought that was a, I thought it was an interesting observation from him saying, look, I don't remember that, and this is the way we feel. I didn't feel this way in 2008. I did feel this way in 2012. Yeah. Because in 2012, we said, wow, the American people, they do know. They know. Yeah, because it felt like it was just a a, a, a out-of-nowhere celebrity event for Barack Obama in 2008, not to mention we had no passion at all for John McCain. Correct. Uh, you know, felt a little bit better about Romney in 2012. Well, I felt better because Romney, Romney had... should have appealed to the Democratic, you know, uh, middle. It should have the Reagan Democrat should have come for Mitt Romney because he is, was very progressive. Right, but Romney is, is clearly more conservative than McCain is. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I mean, not that he's ideal by any right. means, but I mean, I was a little more excited about a, a Romney presidency than a McCain yes. presidency. And you just thought, more than anything else, you're right. The you people. had the, you had four years of Obama to, to judge. Right. You saw what he did. He jammed these unpopular things down. We had just come off of the biggest wave election in a hundred years. Yeah. I mean, it all seemed yeah. like it was lined and, up. And we had Benghazi, where it showed the president went to sleep, left our soldiers behind, I mean, that was terrifying to a lot of us. 12, to me, was much more terrifying than 08. 12 was, wow, we live in a different country. And that's what I think the people on the left are feeling. Because they're buying into the fact, buying into the lie that, um, uh, that everybody who voted for Donald Trump is a racist. And that he is a racist. I can say a lot of bad things and have said a lot of bad things about Donald Trump, but I don't believe he's a racist. I don't even know if, if Steve Bannon is a racist. I don't know him. I do know that he has ties that he has encouraged by making Breitbart a, uh, a platform for the alt-right and then described the alt-right as, you know, the, the, the chief thought leaders as these two guys who are spooky as hell. But I don't know if he's a racist or if he's just using those people. Either way, it's bad. But 99% of the people who voted for Donald Trump, that had nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. 
we all need to take a step back and say, okay, what unites us? What brings us together? Because as I said before, no matter who the president is, these are going to be troubled four years. We've got to find our way back to each other and back to reason and to see one another as actual people and not just the enemy. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. The key to having a great day starts with having a great night's sleep. And I know because I have a Casper mattress. The Casper mattress was invented with two high-tech foams that give you all of the support that you need and guarantee that you get the best night's sleep ever. Time Magazine named Casper Mattress one of the best inventions of 2015. Casper ships for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds the actual mattress, making it simple to get from your front door to your bedroom. And you try it for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come and pick it up if you don't love it as much as I love mine. And they'll refund every single dime. Once you try it, you're never going to want to sleep on anything else. Having a great day by having a great night's sleep. Casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, $50 off the purchase of your mattress at Casper.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Don't forget, $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com slash Glenn. Terms and conditions do apply.